This program is brought to you by BibleWayMedia.org, overseen by the Uloga Church of Christ in Uloga, Oklahoma. Welcome to Shepherding Our Hearts with Addie and Tina Shepherd. We are going to start today um, a four-week series on the parable of the sower. We thought it would be really interesting to kind of study each of the different soils and, and take one per week and kind of delve into it a little bit deeper and see what we can learn from it. So today we're going to go ahead and read the whole parable. And then we'll talk today about um, a wayward or wayside heart. So I'm going to start out by reading Matthew 13 verses 3 through 9 and then verses 18 through 23. Um, And he spake many things unto them in parables, saying, Behold, a sower went forth to sow, and when he sowed, some seeds fell by the wayside, and the fowls came and devoured them up. Some fell upon stony places, where they had not much earth, and forthwith they sprung up, because they had no deepness of earth. And when the sun was up, they were scorched, and because they had no root, they withered away. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprung up and choked them. But other fell into good ground, and brought forth fruit, and some an hundredfold, some sixtyfold, and some thirtyfold. Who hath ears to ear, hear let him hear. And then verses 18 through 23, which reads, Hear ye therefore the parable of the sower. When any one heareth the word of the kingdom and understandeth it not, he then cometh the wicked one and catcheth away that which was sown in his heart. This is he which received seed by the wayside. But he that received the seed into stony places, the same as he, that heareth the word, and anon with joy receiveth it. Yet hath he not root in himself, but dureth for a while. For when tribulation or persecution ariseth because of the word, by and by he is offended. He also that received seed among the thorns is he that heareth the word, and he ca- and the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word, and he becometh unfruitful. But he that received seed into the good ground is he that heareth the word and understandeth it, which also beareth fruit and bringeth forth some an hundredfold, some sixtyfold, and some thirty. All right, thank you. And so it's also found in Mark chapter 4, which we're not going to read right now, and then also Luke chapter 8. Um, verses 4 through 15. And we're just going to read the verses that we're actually going to focus on today out of Luke. So um, first verse 5, it says, The sower went out to sow his seed, and as he sowed, some fell by the wayside, and it was trodden down, and the fowls of the air devoured it. And then Jesus explains it in verse 12. Those by the wayside are they that hear, then cometh the devil, and take away the word out of their hearts, lest they should believe and be saved. So the first example that we wanted to look at, we both were thinking of examples and we both came up with the same one and that was Pharaoh. What? Nothing. I like that we both came up with the same one. Okay. Um, When we read of um, him in Exodus 5 verses 2 and verses 4 through 5, and Pharaoh said, who is the Lord that I should obey his voice? to let Israel go. I know not the Lord, neither will I let Israel go. And then verses four through five. And the king of Egypt said unto him, Wherefore do ye, Moses and Aaron, let the people from their works get you unto your burdens? And Pharaoh said, Behold, the people of the land now are many, and ye make them rest 
from their burdens. So Pharaoh did not care for what Moses and Aaron were trying to say. He just hardened his heart over and over um, and refusing to let the Israelites go. We read in Exodus 8, verse 15, which says, But when Pharaoh saw that there was respite, he hardened his heart and hearkened not unto them as he the, as the Lord hath said. Um, and he finally began to consider God after the plague of hail in Exodus 9, verses 27 through 28, which says... And Pharaoh sent and called for Moses and Aaron and said unto them, I have sinned this time. The Lord is righteous, and I and my people are wicked. Entreat the Lord, for it is enough that there be no more mighty thunderings and hails, and I will let you go, and <laughs> ye shall stay no longer. Um, and then he continues to reject him in verses 34 and 35 of that chapter which says, And when Pharaoh saw that the rain and the hail and the thunders were ceased, he sinned yet more, and hardened his heart, he and his servants. And the heart of Pharaoh was hardened, neither would he let the children of Israel go, as the Lord had spoken by Moses. And this is just one example of one time he started to consider God and then immediately changed his mind. And then obviously when he actually does let them go, for a short time, like he regrets it after they start to leave and says, no, wait a minute. And then of course sends his armies after them to try to bring them back, which we, you know, have account of later on. But yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, not only was he hearing the word of the Lord, obviously not through the Bible as we read it today, but he was hearing it through Moses and Aaron and he was seeing the plagues actually come to pass. He could see all of the things unfolding before his eyes, but he still refused to believe. Yeah, he just didn't have any um, softening, I guess, of his heart um, at ever. all, ever. And and really, you can see that when he does sort of start to consider it a few times, as soon as the plague was stopped, then he immediately would harden his heart again. It's like he forgot. Yeah, immediately he just forgot. So. Um, I think that we need to consider um, the idea in Luke chapter 8 and verse 12 where Jesus says that it was taken away, the seed was, by the devil. The word was taken out of their hearts lest they should believe and be saved. And we know that throughout the scriptures, Satan never changes what he wants and what he wants for us. You can go all the way back to Adam and Eve with um, Satan in the garden and in Genesis 3, verse 5, when he's tempting Eve, and right there he, she says, you know, we're not to touch the fruit of that tree. And the serpent says unto her, you shall not surely die. It's in verse 4. For God doth know that in the day that you eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and you shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. So here, just right at the beginning of creation, he changes the truth of God's word, the word that he had given to Adam and Eve, and Satan changes it just that little bit into a lie to get them to fall. And we also see in Romans 1, verse 25. Addie, did you want to read that? Yes, I did. He changed the truth of God into a lie and worshipped and served the Creator more than the, the creature, more than the Creator. That makes more sense. Um, who is blessed forever. Amen. 
So you can see that even in, through the New Testament, in the book of Romans, and you can see it through the book of Acts as well, there were just people who did not want to accept the word of God for what it was. And in doing so, they would change it to a lie or they would change it to fit whatever it was that they wanted it to say mm -hmm. and therefore ignoring the true word of God. Like maybe they wanted to worship napping walruses. <laughs> you never know. And as you see in the book of Acts, when Stephen is preaching to um, his accusers and he gives them a whole lesson and you can see how they have the same attitude, this wayside heart that we've been talking about, where he um, tells them that they have murdered the just one, right? In Acts chapter 7, and then we're going to start reading in verse 54, when he had just finished this part. It says, When they heard these things, they were cut to the heart, and they gnashed on him with their teeth. But he, being full of the Holy Ghost, looked up, looked up steadfastly into heaven, and saw the glory of God, and Jesus standing on the right hand of God, and said, Behold, I see the heavens opened, and the Son of Man standing on the right hand of God. In verse 57, then they, cried with a, then they cried with a loud voice, and stopped their ears, and ran upon him with one accord, and cast him out of the city, and stoned him. And the witnesses laid down their clothes at the young man's feet, whose name was Saul. So these listeners here to Stephen, like, literally closed their ears and ran on him to stone him because they were made so angry by the things that he was saying. And I think sometimes we don't obviously get to this point today. Now, sometimes kids do, right? If you're talking to them and they don't want to hear what it is you're saying to them, they will, you know, plug their ears it's and very, not listen. Very irritating. You it, get it? It's very irritating, <laughs> very irritating. And it would have been to God and to Stephen at this point. But sometimes I think that we do this, you know, obviously not with putting our hands over our ears to not hear. I'll smack you. But sometimes we do it in more subtle ways. Um, and I think sometimes we think about this parable as we're going to go out teaching God's word. And sometimes you're going to find someone that has... Um, you know, a heart like this kind of soil where the seeds fall upon the wayside. Um, sometimes you're going to find the good soil, all of those things, and we apply it to us teaching the Word of God, and these are the different kinds of listeners that we're going to find. Did you see me about falling out of my chair? No. I, I did. It. Okay. okay. Alright, I did see that. Just check. I must have seen something <laughs> really good there. Make you fall out of your chair. It was touching. It was moving. But we have to remember to apply it to ourselves as well. That's right. So we need to make sure that we're not disregarding the word of God and just letting his word fall to the wayside. So um, some of the ways we can do that is by making sure that, you know, if we're sitting there in Bible class or in worship, um, I know that oftentimes I personally, if I'm taking notes, I'll hear the invitation start. Um, whoever's giving the lesson will start, you know, if anyone has any needs, and I'll immediately close my Bible and close my notebook and put it to the side, which there's nothing wrong with cleaning up and preparing to sing the invitation song, but I need to make sure that I'm still listening to those words and I'm still listening to that message and applying it to myself to see if I need to respond to God's word at that time. 
So just that idea of making sure that we're focusing on his word and not ever taking it for granted and just letting it, you know, kind of fall by the wayside or get taken away from us. And I think one of the most important things to remember in this parable is, as we're looking at it, um, is that wherever you find yourself, you're not stuck there, right? So if you have bad soil in your garden and you're trying to plant things, like just because you have that bad soil, maybe it has no nutrients, maybe it's really hard or, or rocky or whatever, there are things you can do to change that. So that brings us to our challenge for the week. So the challenge is to take um, a good look at your own habits and see if there are areas where you are ignoring God's word. So whether it's a Bible class that you're just like not prepared for or not really um, invested in, um, make a change there and you know decide to study ahead of time or be more prepared or if it's something during worship, maybe you're not as um, focused on the lesson or something as you should be, or maybe like me, you put your notes up early, um, which again is totally fine to clean up. I'm just saying, make sure that you're still listening and actively tuned in to what is being said during the invitation. So that is the challenge for the week, just to take a close look at yourself and make sure that you are not letting that uh, word of God fall by the wayside. Thank you. Thank you. See, I've just gotten comfortable saying thank you at the end now. Yeah. I'll have to ask. <laughs> we thank you for tuning in today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting us at BibleWayMedia.org. You can also find us on several uh, social media platforms now. We hope you enjoyed this program. We hope you will share with others. And as always, we thank you for listening.